This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. and junkies welcome to this week's episode of the only only legitimate podcast in the world dedicated to objective informative and entertaining content on the national wrestling alliance the nwa saturday special i am your co-host the podfather scott criscolo joining me is a man who is a star. Shall we say maybe he'll have his own star cast? The doctor. The only doctor of the National Wrestling Alliance, Dr. G. Georgia Blino. Oh, the pleasure's all yours. How are you? You're gonna you? do uh you gonna are you the star cast? I am. Stardust, the star cast. Starcast, for those that don't know, well, everybody knows what Starcast is. It's it's the phony father, the faux father's uh, convention. Um, usually, he does it all out weekend, but now 2022, he's doing it SummerSlam weekend in Nashville. Uh, the running joke is is that uh, Cody won the copyright for Starcast in the divorce, and Conrad's one of the kids. <laughs> uh, it was great. That's great. Anyway, hello, Doctor. Um, so we have a uh, a great show for you this week. Uh, I think, Doctor G, uh, we might have had our third straight great episode of Power. Power. Um, we are just a few weeks away. What? Probably. We're what five weeks away from. Uh, the next pay-per-view, NWA Always Ready, marketing the current NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Matt Cardona. Matches are already set, uh, including our main event. Six matches are set, all of them title matches. I think every belt is up right now, is it? National television, both tags, women's. The only ma- the only belt right now that is not uh, uh, accounted for is the junior heavyweight championship. Now, of course, as you know, they had the uh, power trip to taping a couple of, a few weeks ago. And uh, Homicide, our junior heavyweight champion, was defending the title against Colby Carino. We have heard nothing about that, which makes me seem, which makes me think, doctor, makes me think that, uh, that Homicide retained the title. Because if you remember the first power trip, when Cardona won the world title from, uh, Trevor Murdoch, even before the shows aired. So, every time I hear the train in the background, we're gonna we're gonna hum some Diesel. <laughs> favorite Diesel match. Uh, what is my favorite Diesel match? I have to say it's a tie. Between uh, him and Brett at Survivor Series 1995 and him and Taker at WrestleMania 12. Yeah, they say that Brett match is probably his best match of his career. I mean, there's a ton of, I mean, every, remember, he had four Brett matches. King of the Ring 94, Rumble 95, Survivor Series 95, and the uh, February, whatever, whatever it was, In Your House 6 in February of 96. But I have to say that probably... Probably uh, Survivor Series 95 when Brett won the title is probably his best match. Anyway, um, so we don't know, unless you want to cheat and go to Wiki 
which I did not do. Uh, but something tells me, Doctor, that Homicide is still the uh, junior heavyweight champion. I don't think uh, Colby beat him at the power trip. Um, we would have heard about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's the way they do the tapings. It's strange, you know? Right. Uh, obviously, we will watch those power trip shows at some point between now and uh, June 11th, which is the pay-per-view. Um, the card, Doctor, looks pretty awesome, actually. Uh, here's the card as it stands right now. For June 11th at the Knoxville Convention Center in Knoxville, Tennessee, um, on pay-per-view. Of course, if you have the NWA All Access package, you already got the pay-per-view. It's part of your deal. Um, of course, that weekend, we will be all over the pay-per-view here, the place, the uh, PTB Wrestling Network. You and I will have a preview uh, episode, preview special that weekend. Of course, that night, we will have the Place to Be Nation Twitch feed fired up for some alternate commentary with uh, a cavalcade of whoever, you, me, Sean Sean Kidd, the Kettle Man, Calvin McDougal, and who anybody else who wants to hop in. I actually asked Sheriff Pete this past week, Pete Schermacher, who joined me on this week, past week's episode of Main Event, uh, because he doesn't watch NWA. I said, come on, Pete. Good old school Southern wrestling, indie feel. Come on, right in your wheelhouse. So I think the sheriff might join us, uh, Dr. G. I like That's Sheriff cool. Pete. He enjoys his cigars and his brown liquid. That's why I love Sheriff Pete. And boy... Did he hook me up to some killer fucking fajitas down in Dallas? I had the best, I mean, the best steak fajitas I've ever had in my life was were, were down in uh in Dallas. So that I I uh appreciate. Um so here's the card. So it is official. Nick Aldis is getting his rematch for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. He will get a shot at Matt Cardona. After the uh, DQ mess that happened at the Crockett Cup. However, a uh, a stip has not been decided yet. I don't know what this is about. I have a feeling it's part of the uh, power trip. Uh, it will either be a death match or a cage match. We've only seen one cage match so far, Doctor, in the, in the rejuvenation of the NWA. And that was... Um, uh, Jack's Dane and uh, Crimson at by any means necessary back last October. What would you what would you go for? Would you do a death match or would you do a cage match? Hmm. I, I well, I you know I've never seen. Uh, man, I think I maybe even though I love cage matches, I think I'd go with death match. Do something a little different. Yeah. I feel like uh, I, I might have to agree with you on that because I feel like Billy's camera guys kind of struggled a little bit with the shots during the show, during that Jack Dane Crimson match. I mean, let's be honest. We've seen it all the years that you and I have watched cage matches. Doing camera for a cage match is not easy. Uh, and and to double down on that, obviously, it's not easy for Hell in a Cell either. So I I may agree with you and lean towards... Uh, a death match also. Uh, but we'll see. We will see. All right. Um, also, the NWA World Women's Tag Team titles are on the line. Your champions, still the Hex, Allison Kay and Marty Bell, will defend against Pretty Empowered, which is the team of Ella Envy and Kenzie Page. So... I, I could see a title change happening there, Doctor, although I still want to see uh, our girls, uh, what is it, Kylie Ray and uh, Tootie Lynn win the belts, but we'll see. A match that I am very much looking forward to, uh, Doctor. The world, tag, the world Tag Team titles on the line. Our champions, the amazing La Rebellion, will defend against... The team that beat them in the semifinals of the Crockett Cup tournament. The team of the Commonwealth Connection. Doug Williams and Harry Smith. Tell me those four are not going to beat the shit out of each other. Oh, definitely. That's that's right there is what you like watching, Doctor. Just slapping meat is what we're going to see in that match. 
Guys are going to be laying it out on that one. And I could see, I'm not going to lie, could easily see the Brits becoming tag team champions. I could see La Rebellion's uh, reign coming to an end. Maybe. You so, know, anyway, we'll talk I, about I, it, obviously. More, but. Is, you know, with the La Rebellion, I love uh, you, you have Tyrus. I know people get a little agitated you know, after a while. You kind of get bored of it. But I love that they keep the belts on on the guys for extended periods of time to make the championships mean something. So when there is a win, it's, it means something. It's, it's, uh, it's something new. It's not like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every two months or every month, we're going to give you a new champion. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, Camille's coming up on a year, I think is. Yes. Men's champion. We'll talk, we'll talk about her in a minute. She had a fun little match on power this week and she will be defending. She will be defending the Burke the World Women's Championship, against somebody. We'll find out who that somebody is in a few minutes, Doctor, when we recap this past Tuesday's power, because there was a triple threat number one contenders match. So we'll talk about that um, in a few minutes. The national title is on the line. The champion, Jack Dane, taking on the former champion, Chris Adonis. Yes, heel versus heel. However... I got to give somebody some props, doctor, because I kind of, they kind of got me thinking. Our friend, our good friend, the kettle man, Callum McDougal, I've got to give him, I've got to give him credit for this. He said to me, he had a comment after he listened to, I think it was last week's show or the week before show about me talking about how I can't stand how Billy just keeps doing all these heel versus heel matches. He goes, the heels in NWA are different. They don't even like each other. They're all about winning. And I said, you know what? That's yep. actually not a bad. Uh, that's actually not a bad uh, uh, a, a philosophy or analysis. You know, I got to give him his props. That was pretty good. It was. They don't even like each other. They just want gold. That's again going back to your point. How uh, it makes the. Uh, Belts mean something when even heels are fighting each other for it, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not the most conventional thing that we've seen all the time, but, but it, it, again, NWA is trying to do something different than the other companies do. So mm -hmm. again, you're right. Even heels want the gold. They could care less if they fight each other or not. They don't have any friends. Heels don't right. have friends. Right. Um, a match that I am personally looking forward to. Tyrus will be defending the world's television title against Mims. And I'm telling you, doctor, it is going to happen on this night. Mims is going to be the new world's television champion on this night, June 11th in Knoxville. Mims is your new television champion. I will reiterate that when we do our preview special. But our guy, he slammed Tyrus. The time is now. It's time, Billy, now to elevate a guy that has busted his ass for you for three years. And has eaten a lot of shit on top of it. Think I'm getting a little fired up, Doctor? What do you think? You are, but you know what? I Don't be surprised if Tyrus wins again, though. I know. They keep mentioning that he has... Five wins, and remember the lucky sevens thing still happens. So, two more wins, and he uh, he will get a uh, shot at the world's heavyweight championship. And I don't know if they want to blow that off. So, we'll see. So, there's your uh, six matches. So, at the moment, six of the seven championships in the NWA are booked for the pay per view. The only one that is not is the junior heavyweight title. And maybe they'll announce that after they air the Power Trip 2 tapings and we find out what happened in that match between Homicide and uh, Colby Carino. So, all right. Let us uh, go, uh, Doctor, to Tuesday. Uh, the uh, NWA USA from last Saturday, Natalia Markova beat Kenzie Page. I, w I watched the show. It wasn't bad. Only two matches. And uh, Wrecking Ball Ligurski kind of beat up on uh, Ricky Morton, so. That's pretty much that. There wasn't really much anything else. 
it's a good little show on it's a good little show on on Saturdays, but they're gonna start doing some things and just not doing just like an extra show of matches without any uh, stuff. You know what I mean? You don't want to turn to a show people don't want to bother watching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you got to put intertwine some of the storylines. I think. Yeah, I agree. Or All have right. you lesser storylines on that just to have something. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, if you're going to make that show a big deal, you're going to have to make it more than just throwaway shows. It's not like Superstars or Wrestling Challenge or whatever, you know? All right. Uh, so let's go to Tuesday. I want to thank, as always, my very, very good friend, Mr. Josh Lopez Esquire, uh, for helping me with my notes. You could follow him on Twitter at Josh Lopez Media. He's a good guy. Uh, maybe we'll get him on the show at one point since I always pimp his, pimp his stuff, you know? All right. Uh, at the table, Joe Galley. Velvet Sky and Austin Idol, who is a little rankly uh, this week, Doctor. Of course, he's not happy that his guy Tyrus got slammed and that Mims uh, earned that World Television Championship shot. So he's a little a little ornery today, uh, the, the Universal Heartthrob. A little ornery. Our first match, as we mentioned, a non-title match. The World Women's Champion, Camille, who is the hardest working person in this company, and has been an amazing women's champion, taking on Paola Blaze, former tag team partner of my girl, Genocide, who was also wrestling tonight a little bit later on. Non-title match. Uh, a little storyline action going on here in this match, uh, Doctor. Uh, somehow, uh, Camille tweaks her knee, and they, they kind of stop the match. And the referee's looking, and uh, Kyle Davis is looking, they, the referee tells Paula Blaze to, uh, to you know, chill out. Tom Latimer gets in the ring. And what happens while they're looking her over? Paula Blaze kicks Tom Latimer in the giggleberries. <laughs> which I thought was kind of great. And then she steps on, on Camille's leg and starts working over Camille's knee. Throw and get like they all just like dis, you know all the officials disperse and all of a sudden Paula blazes. What's going on here? So Doctor G, I think this is where we're starting to see the slow build that's continuing. But this is a huge step forward for uh, Camille's face turn. Yeah, you know the fans really are into her. I mean, you can't avoid it at this point. You got to give them what they want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, when Latimer got hit in the nuts, I was like, "Whoa, she's a little feisty." It's crazy, you know. I um, thought maybe we were going to see an upset because it was a non-title match. Yeah, but uh, Camilo recovered, hit a couple of spears, and uh, won the match. So it wasn't a title match anyway, but uh, Camille uh, Camille won the match. Um, but, uh, yeah, starting to get some pops, starting to get some pops. Um, second match of the night. And this was meant, this was a match that was announced last week via interview. Matt Taven, one half of the OGK taking on a member of the, what's the name of their team again? The, uh, unfaithfully something. I don't know. They have like a weird name now. Oh yeah. Unfaithfully, unfaithfully uh, stupid or whatever the heck it is. I don't remember what it's called. Um, Judas, who we haven't talked about in a while. Miserable or miserable, unfaithful, miserably faithful or something like that. Anyway, out comes, uh, Judas, father, James Mitchell, um, Sal, and of course, Dr. G's new favorite NWA wrestler, Giggles the Gimp, or Gink, Gimp, Ginky the Gimp. What the fuck is his name again? Google <laughs> Miserably Faithful. That's what it is. Miserably Faithful. Is it what is it? Giggles the Gag Gimp. The Gimp? It's Gag the Gimp. Gags the Gimp. Is that that's it? Gag. I like Gig- I like Giggle the Gimp. But that's that's if Matt Rotella was wearing the outfit, he'd be Giggles the Gimp. Oh, with that's definitely got to be his favorite wrestler. With his fucking yeah, well, with his big fucking stumpy turtle legs. You know, with his little <laughs> walking all fucking gangly. He wouldn't care if he only had a gimp outfit. Yeah. Aren't they nice? Um, anyway, so Taven, so uh, in the climax, Judas reverses out of an Irish whip from Taven. Then he tosses Taven across the ring. Judas goes for the choke slam, but Taven counters with the climax. 
Then the miserably faithful team comes in. So uh, Gimpy there and Gimp, Gimpy, Gimpy Rotella and uh, and uh, Sal come in and attack Taven from behind, which causes the DQ. But who runs in to make the save? Dem boys run in, the Briscoes. Mark and Jay come in a clean house. I, I got to be honest, Doctor. I'm kind of digging the Briscoes in the NWA. It just seems, I feel it adds like a really, a really good sense of legitimacy. Just my opinion, you know? I agree. And I don't know how how long they're going to be around, but no matter what, they're they're adding something to the shows. Yes. Yes, they are. Absolutely. So, of course, they lost a tough match. What was it last week or the week before? I think it was the week before that tough title match to um uh to La Rebellion. But before we continue, Doctor. Yes, sir. I got a, I got a question. You know what the question's gonna be? No. Where are you gonna get your top quality replica belts? Well, you go to fandubelts.com slash NWA. And you should be able to get, you could get the traditional 10 pounds of gold or you get the new version with the United Kingdom plate. I like how you started the, uh, your answer with the uh, Road Warrior Hawk. Well, well, <laughs> you know, it's funny on a side note, talking about the Road Warriors. Yes, fandubelts.com backslash NWA. Get, uh, they have all sorts of great belts. And, of course, you can get the uh, World uh, Sweet Charlotte replica. Um, we were talking. I was watching uh, uh, the – and I know you watched more of it than I did. Uh, I haven't watched all of it yet. The newest episode of the Broken Skull Sessions on Peacock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, interviewing, of course, the one everybody was looking forward to. He's, his most recent episode is with uh, Cody Rhodes. And they were talking about Pops, you know, talking about his, obviously, when Cody came out and, you know, returned at WrestleMania. And Austin calls it the Road Warrior Pop. Now, let's be honest, Doctor. Back in our day, there was a Road Warrior Pop. There was a Steve, I know Steve tries to be modest, but let's be honest. Now it's the, it's the Steve Austin Pop. Yes. That's the Pop everybody wants to get. And you're going to have to... You're gonna have you to earn were, it. Oh, you were there for the last two. Yep. So. Yep. And it uh, one was louder than the other, I guess. I I, I still think that the uh, people we I've talked about with a few people now that have been there too. Um, a few people seem to think that, like I do, that Sunday's pop would might have been a little bit had a little extra decibel only because it was more of a surprise than the Saturday one was. But a pop's a pop, and it's still his. So. In any event, fandubelts.com backslash NWA. May Valentine is with our world's television champion, Tyrus, uh, who tells her that he is prepared for the challenge from Mims coming up on June 11th at Always Ready. Uh, Kyle Davis then interviews the Pope, who says uh, he's, he wants to have a conversation with Trevor Murdoch. He wants to know what's going on. He's not really happy with him. So next week on this coming Tuesday's episode of Power, uh, on the podium, we'll have a face-to-face between the Pope and Trevor Murdoch. I don't think that's going to... No, I don't think so either. Uh, (laughs) Next up, we have a match between the Dirty Sexy Boys, Dirty Dango and JTG, uh, and the rest of the Miserably Faithful, so Sal and uh, uh, Gimpy Rotella there. Um, however, Velvet Sky is not happy because who walks out as their manager? Her, she said, best friend, Angelina Love. And, uh, she's getting a little cozy with her crush there, uh, uh, Dirty Dango. I kind of wanted Velvet to kind of hop out of the, I wanted a little cat fight action going on, but uh, I don't know how far that's going to go. Uh, solid enough match. Not too bad. Uh, Dango, uh, Dango kind of gets in Sal's head and Sal just stops wrestling because Sal, you know, of course, Sal is the impressionable one. Uh, Gimp lands back on his feet after uh, a razor's edge. Gimp tags in Renaro. Sal super kicks Dango. Renaro drop kicks JTG to the floor. Dango avoids the assisted headbutt. He gets an inside cradle for two. Then Dango thrust kicks the midsection of Sal and connects with the Falcon Arrow 
to pick up the win. So the the uh, dirty, sexy boys move on. Um, but uh, oh, the big hot during this these matches when what's that? Probably gets very hot yeah. when she her boy uh, Dirty Dango. That's right. And uh, but uh, it was uh, quite evident, Doctor, that uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, Miss Sky was not happy that her best friend. You think uh, Miss Sky is going to uh, be on a future pay per view soon? I, I think she should. I I was a big fan of hers when she was in uh, when she was in Impact TNA. Uh, I'd love to see her wrestle. And I think her and Angelina Love would be a good feud and then be good if the beautiful people, that was their faction name in uh, NWA, uh, in uh, Impact, uh, uh, would return. So that would be pretty cool. I'd look forward to that. Same here. Next match. The next match, Doctor. And this match actually is the one that, uh, uh, this one is the one that uh, I was alluding to earlier when I was going over the card uh, at the moment for the pay-per-view. Uh, this is the match to determine who will face Camille for the Burke on June 11th uh, in Knoxville. A triple threat number one contender match between Chelsea Green, Genocide, and and Kylan King. Uh, who I don't know that well, but it was a fun match. Good back and forth. Uh, Chelsea Green delivers a curb stomp in the climax to the bottom turnbuckle pad for two. Hits a seated senton on King. Uh, Green applies the camel clutch. Genocide then adds the sleeper hold. That was kind of a cool move. They all had moves on each other. King drops Genocide with a pump kick. King avoids the roundhouse kick. King then hits the cutter. Green responds with a sacrifice. Then Genocide connects with the TKO. King kicks Genocide in the back. Genocide with a ripcord belly to back slam for two. Then King denies the unprettier. King plants green with a pump handle face buster while Genocide's out on the floor and picks up the win. So Kylan King is your new number one contender for the Burke. So on June 11th, she will get a shot at Camille. Should be a good uh, match. It should be a good match. I was impressed with her. I didn't really know her that well, but it was a fun match. Uh, I like her in the ring. Uh, no disrespect to her, but I think Camille's going to win uh, again. Uh, you're not going to waste Camille's loss on somebody you're not going to bank on. Um, Genocide is obviously somebody they like because she didn't eat the pin. Um, so I noticed that quite a bit. Mm -hmm. That that uh, I noticed that quite a bit that uh, Genocide did not eat the pin. Eating the pin was the big. Uh, eating the pin was was interesting for me because uh, whoever was going to eat the pin. Um, so Kylan King getting the shot of a lifetime on June 11th in Knoxville, uh, when she takes on Camille for the Burke, the world women's championship. And in the main event, we had a fun little, little six man action going on in the last match. Uh, Nick Aldis and the Commonwealth connection taking on Matt Cardona and the Cardonas, uh, VSK and Mike Knox in a six man tag. Uh, I mean, all six worked their tails off. A lot of juice in this match. Crowd was hot. Uh, Williams clotheslines VSK, then Knox with a running crossbody block. Smith power slams Knox. Cardona connects with the code breaker, uh, then sidesteps Aldis into the turnbuckles, delivers the reboot. Then he goes for the radio silence, but Aldis counters with a power bomb. Aldis goes for the King's Cloverleaf, but VSK counters with a chop block. Cardona tags in VSK. Williams shows VSK off the top turnbuckle. Aldis then makes him tap out to the King's Cloverleaf. So Nick Aldis and the Commonwealth Connection pick up the victory. And we go off the air. Uh, two questions. Number one, what was your thoughts on the match and the show this week? And number two, uh, it seems like Aldis is getting the upper hand on pretty much everything since match at uh yeah it looks it looks like he's Rocket definitely Club. back on the road to possibly winning the world's heavyweight championship again um enjoyed the match a lot i i, I like the back and forth um i like that they're giving you some pretty good main events on the powers every week but they're mixing it up a little bit so this way a pay-per-view match will mean more now, the show itself, I mean, three three really solid shows in a row where you you, you enjoyed 
from beginning to end where you weren't like bored or you mm-hmm. thought, oh wait, this show really it made no sense because you know they record ahead of time. The 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 continuity of the storylines are, are much better. And I'm really really like liking what I'm seeing. So I think I think uh, little by little they're starting to really start gearing themselves their shows towards the pay-per-views but really spreading out the storyline and not just trying to do it all in one show or two shows. Uh, yes, I agree with you on that. I, I feel like this is the first time where the tapings are really being very, uh, very uh, uh, great storytelling and, you know, the kind of the episodic way that Billy wants without making it uh, nonsensical. Um. I was I enjoyed the show a lot. Three straight uh, three straight weeks. Now we've had three straight great powers. Um, you know that at some point in the next four weeks we will get probably. I don't know if it, I don't know if there were enough matches to do one or two episodes. I mean the first power trip they were able to cut into three episodes. I don't know if they'll do that. It didn't seem like there was enough matches. Maybe we'll get two episodes. Maybe we'll get just one. But we'll find out what happened because remember the matches on that night. Uh, Harry Smith took on Mike Knox. Aldis took on Kurt Hawkins, of course, Cardona's buddy, and or Brian Myers, I guess now is a, he's using his real name. And the match I mentioned earlier, um, uh, Homicide defending the junior heavyweight title against uh, mm-hmm. Holy Carino. We got to figure out what happened there because that again, that is the only uh, title that is unaccounted for right now on the card for Always Ready. Both women's belts, the world title, uh, the tag titles. The other two singles belts, the TV and the national, all uh, accounted for. Um, except uh, the junior heavyweight title. So we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Good episode of Power. It was um, very good. Uh, do you think it took a little time, Dr. G, uh, out of the pandemic for NWA to hit its stride? You think that's what it just was? We just needed some time? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, and I, I just think that, you know, now you're, you're, I think the writing's been better. So the storylines are a little more continuity. Um, and obviously there probably was times where maybe somebody got hurt and they had to kind of, whatever they recorded, they couldn't include certain pieces in there. You know, obviously they could edit the show and maybe things were a little inconsistent. But I right. feel like consistency is there, even though they do tape uh, way ahead of time. Right, exactly. Um. So, so there's your episode of Power. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, haven't heard anything. I'm, I'm looking at Lords of Pain right now to see if there's any um, stipulation. Oh, okay. Uh, it looks like this Tuesday, this Tuesday, the stipulation will be announced on Power. Uh, Aldous wants the cage. Cardona wants the death match. So this coming Tuesday on Power, we will find out what our what the uh, stip will be for the world's heavyweight title match between Matt Cardona and Nick Aldis on uh, June 11th at Always Ready. Don't you love this, uh, Dr. G? It's like old school raw, like they're in the Attitude Era. Uh, you know, if you're an NWA, let's put it this way. Uh, Billy's got to get to the point now where Power... It's not Miss TV. You know what I mean? Totally. So these these are the kind of things he's got to do. You know, pump up the following week with a match, a moment, an announcement, you know, something like that. Like, they should know. I have a feeling we'll see. You want to... Oh, sorry, good. You want people to talk about the NWA um, that really haven't been exposed to it. And hey, mm-hmm. you know what? It's worth paying, you know, whatever it is, the fifty dollars, fifty dollars a year or whatever it is, which isn't bad <laughs> for um, to get these shows on Fight TV. But you know, even though it doesn't sound like a lot, people will find something else to spend their money on. So you know, if you get them to spend that fifty bucks um, because they hear, wow, the show every week. It has you glued to your seat. You 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 want to. You can't wait for the next episode. Well, let me see what this is all about. Let me put yep. dollars down. And see if this is worth it. Yep. 
exactly. So we know that coming up this coming Tuesday on Pewir, uh, we'll have a face-to-face between the Pope and Trevor Murdoch, and we will find out what the stipulation will be for June 11th at the pay-per-view between Matt Cardona and Nick Aldis for the World's Heavyweight Championship, the rematch from the Crockett Cup. Aldis wants a cage. Cardona wants a death match. Interesting. We will see. Yes, we will. So, uh, that'll do it. I don't think uh, much of anything else. Uh, I think I'm good. I'll tell you, it was a, a, an action-packed show. Really enjoyed it. Love, love watching Nick Aldis. It seems like we're getting him almost every week, which is nice and fun. Uh, obviously, you don't want to burn out certain um, characters every week, but Right now, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying watching the Briscoes. Um, I like seeing the evolution of Camille and how she's come along and to see how they're going to have her be a face. So we got mm-hmm. a lot of good going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Pretty great. Pretty great. And we'll have a great episode of Power coming up this uh, Tuesday. Uh, that'll do it for this week's show. Another nice, uh, quick breeze, breezy show. Uh, we had a great week on the uh, PTB Wrestling Network um, this past uh, Monday. We had a new episode of the Place B Podcast. Dr. Uh, JR, myself, and Greg Diener did Armageddon 2007. New episode of Extreme Resurrection, uh, Gruny and the Cook, and uh, had a special guest. We'll tell you who. They, well, I'm not going to tell you. You have to listen. And they live watched uh, the December to Dismember pay-per-view from 2006. So check that out. Uh, we also had a special... Uh, GWCW uh, podcast that dropped this past Wednesday. Speaking of Greg Diener, uh, him and our good friend Bobby Silva uh, did their uh, top 10 GWCW list. So check out that podcast. That dropped on Wednesday, special episode. And then uh, if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, dropping yesterday was a brand new episode of Place to Be Nation's main event. I uh, was with uh, the sheriff, Pete Schiermacher, and I just poked his brain, talked about all sorts of wrestling, whether it was WWE, AEW, um, indies. We talked a lot of indies. Uh, we talked fajitas. We talked pay-per-view cities. We had a great t- great chat. It was nice to have. Uh, it was good to have Pete on. Pete will be with us for the next few episodes, uh, pinch hitting for uh, for Steve Willie. Um, so check it out. This uh, uh, the newest episode of Place B Nation's main event uh, will drop. Uh, what dropped yesterday? So check it out. It's on the feed now. Uh, coming up this week. Uh, we have a we have a pretty stacked uh, week. New episode of Through the Looking Glass will drop uh, this coming Wednesday. Me and Dave Hall, another great topic. Check it out. New episode of uh, uh, Highway to the Impact Zone. Doctor, you guys, uh, next Friday, this coming Friday, a new episode of NWA Crock and Roll. Um, oh, yeah. Getting through uh, the Crockett Cup and into the spring of 1986. I just finished 1986 on my, one of my chrono watches. I'm actually getting into 1987 uh, now, so. Uh, but I love you guys have done a great job. Your shows have been awesome. So please check them out. NWA Crock and Roll. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott C. Podfather. You can follow the doctor on Twitter at Dr. GPTV. But most definitely, please follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. We do polls. I've been yakking with my good friends over at the, at the Squared Circle, Circle Psycho Babble about why are too many. Hey, let me ask you this, Dr. G, before we, uh, before we head out. I'm on, I'm on a tirade right now about people wasting time talking about ratings. That's all any, any that's all wrestling fans want to talk about now is ratings. What happened to talking about <laughs> matches and shows? Not, they want the Monday Night Wars back again, and it's not going to be there, guys. TV is different. It's it's a different landscape. There's so many channels out there now. People are not watching it live. Uh, some are watching it on you know on uh, their DVRs or however they're, you know, they're on demand, whatever the way they're going to want to watch it. And, and it, it's just not the same thing. You can't compare uh, wrestling, you know, by just by ratings only. But the other problem, too, is, Doctor, is nobody knows the fuck they're talking about. If you, if you don't know TV and you're not in the TV business, which I am and Dr. G was, stop pretending you know what you're talking about because you don't. What happened to just watching wrestling? Just watch the show and like it. The thing is, 
you could be a wrestling fan and like all the companies, you may prefer one over the other, and there's fine. These lines in the sand thing, because I know just that's the way the world is today. You got to go one way or the other. That doesn't have to be the case if you're a wrestling fan. It's Being a wrestling fan is not the same as being a, a fan of a sports specific sports team where you have rivals. Mm. WWE's product's different from AEW. If, if those two cover everything you're looking for, you watch them. Like, we love the, the NWA. That's filling in a gap, you know, where we want. Listen, guys, I mean, I, I realized this watching WWE, and I used to always, like, joke with, with Scott a lot about AEW because I just love watching WWE fans. They get so, like, um, you know, offended or whatever. But WWE is the standard barrier. There's never going to be anybody better. It is what it is. We may not like what they're putting out there every single week. But when it comes to putting the big shows on, you see where the crowds are. You see where the people go. You, yes, you do get some fringe fans. But the true hardcore wrestling fans are going to watch all the companies. And they're going to, you know, and, and yeah, may, they may support one group over the other. Uh, may prefer one group over the other. But they're still going to support most. I mean, look at you guys went to see Impact. Mm-hmm. At weekend. You saw obviously WWE, yep. saw GCW. Because you're just true wrestling fans that just want, you know, just love the product. You may prefer one over the other. And listen, if there was probably an AEW show in there somewhere, you probably would have went to that too. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Because I'm so tired of watching everybody fight and argue. It's so stupid. It's just, it's what, what, what are you, what are you trying to prove? It's like. All right, so you're 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 a big WWE fan. You do, you you prefer it over AEW. Okay, that's nice. Or you're an AEW fan and you prefer it over WWE. Fine, but I guarantee you that a lot of these fans that complain about WWE and love AEW are still watching WWE. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe we would like to see better storylines and better things happening, but. I don't know. I just sometimes I just think people just like to fight on on social media for the sake of fighting. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you know? they absolutely do. Even if they're you know, even if they don't actually you know. know but what that, that's not even about. that's just that's in the regular world too. It's not even just you know just the the niche of wrestling. It's it's for everything. It's like people just like to hear. I, I can't say hear himself talk, but like the just write about whatever just to start an argument it's just not worth it. i mean you you know you and i are friends with some people that listen to some of our podcasts and it's like oh my god all right so somebody likes AEW more than wwe just chill out who cares let them like it if you like wwe fine enjoy it go enjoy it what do you what but i, I think about- I, you're making me you're making me laugh that 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 you're actually taking the side that nobody cares about like nobody notices you seem to this is where I know you're trying to do it because you're trying to create like a, you know, some kind of weird thing here, but it's the other way around. WWE could give a fuck what anybody else thinks. Most of it. Well, fans. no, I'm saying the that... AEW fans are the ones that pick the fights most of the time. Not the WWE fans. WWE could care less. I never see a WWE fan attack an AEW fan. It's always the other way around. No, not always, not... but a decent hunk. But That's you're not. Perfect. But you're acknowledging that it doesn't. That it never happens, though. But that AEW fans aren't the aggressors. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just giving you examples. It just happened to be. No, AEW fans the same thing. Like, oh my God, the WWE stinks. I'm not. The, the, my my point is is that why is if you enjoy the product, if WWE goes away, guys, and folds up. Wrestling is going to struggle. I don't care what anybody says. There's other things out there. It's not going to do as well. WWE is not going anywhere. Do I love everything they put out there? No, I don't. But they're still the standard bearer. uh, uh, They're the ones that are... It's like in sports, certain teams. You know, everybody said, you know what? Listen, you could say this because you're a fan of one of the teams... Football is much stronger if the Cowboys are good, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hate the Cowboys, but, you know, the baseball, you know, when the Yankees are good, people, because they're a draw, people want to see them get beat. Yeah, they so do. When certain, 
teams are good, you want it's good for your sport, even though you want to see them, maybe you might want to see them lose, but they're good for your sport. So same thing is WWE may not be the uh what you want, your taste right now, but everyone, if they average person you go on the street, everybody knows WWE. Yes. Because it's a brand name. It's out there. It's like Coca-Cola. It's like, you know, everybody knows wrestling. You know, it was like years ago, where even people that were, oh, Hulk Hogan. Everybody knew who Hulk Hogan was. So that's it. I know we went on a tangent on that. But my, my whole point is, is that. No, I, I started. I asked you a question. No, it was not a tangent. Is, I'm, I'm just so tired of the negativity everywhere in life right now. It's like, why can't, if we're all wrestling fans, we may like have different tastes. Listen, I don't watch a lot of the new product. That's why I love NWA because NWA is giving me that what I'm missing, what I love about wrestling. But will I still, I sat and watched WrestleMania like everybody else. I'll still check in every once in a while. But if I don't know what's going on, I'm not going to say anything anymore. Like, yeah, maybe I can, maybe if I turn on Raw and I'll turn it on for 15, 20 minutes, it might not capture my attention anymore. All right, so I'll go change the channel. All right, just not for me tonight. That's not what I want to watch. But I want to see people enjoy wrestling because it's it's what we love. We are a, a certain I, wrestling fans are hardcore fans. If you ask all the, the the famous wrestlers out there, and especially with all their podcasts, they love how how true to the sport or true to the number. So it's not really sports. True to the to to wrestling. How, how the the fandom is like like none, none other. They are so loyal. And I agree. I, I think wrestling fans are very, very loyal. You know, a lot of times, listen, being a wrestling fan, sometimes you get looked down upon in certain areas of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew people that wouldn't even talk about, it. oh, yeah, I don't really talk about it here at work or whatever because, yeah. But I think that's what WWE is trying to take away is, is by coming a, a crossing over in all the different genres to make them more into to pop culture. I mean, you know, look at what Rock's done for wrestling. Yeah. You know, he's probably one of the most famous actors in the world. But he was a wrestler and people know that. So, I mean, and he came back a few times, too. Yeah, you forget where it came I mean, from. That's how, that's how I feel about all that. I, I, I just, just, I wouldn't. Have, I, I just saw it today on Twitter, and um, my good friends at the Squirt Circle Psychobabble was going on a thing about ratings, and I. Yeah, so going back to the rating point, who cares, guys? You can't judge. It's you're not going to see sixes and sevens anymore. That's not. It's. Uh, God shows would love to get sixes and sevens these days. Any shows at this point, people are watching TV differently. There's so much on, <laughs> There's so many outlets. I mean, and especially during the pandemic, oh my gosh! I mean, we have every freaking streaming service you can think of, and you can watch it on whenever you want. <laughs> you know, so we don't have you don't have to watch Raw live. You don't have to watch Dynamite live. Just because ratings are saying that maybe a million or whatever, it doesn't mean that's the true number. You know, ratings are just a, a snapshot. It could be more. Or it could actually be less. That's the point. The Most people that bit, the people that bitch about ratings don't even understand. They see one number and roll with it. They don't even understand it because they don't know the business of television. They, the whole thing is that eighteen to forty nine. So when you see that, yeah, maybe AEW in some aspects, some weeks they win in that. And that, listen, if that's what they advertise, that's the key advertising. Demographic, then great. They're making some money. Good. Good for them. So, anyway, yeah. hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, have a great week. Big power once again coming up this Tuesday, and we'll talk about it next week. Enjoy. Be safe. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Yeah. Let's do two hours of demographics. Yeah.